Hey there, this is Nurse Nicole, founder of Your Nursing Tutor. I have to admit, when today's podcast guest first agreed to be on my show, I was definitely fangirling a little bit. So if you didn't already realize this, I'm a little bit of a nerd, and this is going to be your proof, (laughs) because today's guest is Leslie Samuel of Interactive Biology, and he is so fantastic at breaking down A&P topics in a way that anybody can easily understand and actually find them interesting and fun. I recommend his YouTube channel all the time as a resource for nursing students who need to play catch up with your A&P knowledge after you've already started your core nursing classes. And let's be honest, that's almost all of you, right? At least almost all of the students that I work with in my VIP tutoring membership uh, at some point discover that they haven't learned and retained their A&P as deeply as they needed to in order to apply that knowledge to the higher level critical thinking types questions and scenarios that they see later on in nursing school. And that's why... One of the topics you're going to hear me and Leslie discuss today is about how to memorize anatomy and physiology. That's a really common question I get as a professional nursing tutor, both from pre-nursing and current nursing students. We also discussed another common nursing school challenge, which is imposter syndrome. If you have ever doubted that you are uh, cut out for nursing school, then you'll definitely want to hear more about what we have to say about that. Now, before I jump into the interview, I want to remind you that you can get the links for interactive biology on the show notes page at www.yournursingtutor.com forward slash episode 64. And you should definitely go there so that you can subscribe to Leslie's YouTube channel for yourself. Enjoy today's episode. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Leslie Samuel, an amazing teacher and the creator of Interactive Biology, where he makes biology fun. And I've got to tell you, if you like my philosophy of teaching and how I break down complex topics so that a beginner can understand it more easily, then you will definitely want to check out his Interactive Biology website and YouTube channel for yourself. I'll make sure to include those links on the show notes page for today's show so that you can find them more easily. Welcome to the Navigating Nursing School podcast, Leslie. Oh, man, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you too. Um, I am pretty sure that I first started following you like at least 10 years ago. Oh my um, goodness, that's <laughs> I, a long like time. You, yeah, you've been around that long, right? I'm like <laughs> thinking back because it was back when I first started your nursing tutor and I was recommending, I was looking for resources for A&P yeah. to recommend to some of my tutoring students um, and you kept popping up and um, and I loved your stuff because like I said, it was very in line with my teaching philosophy and just so accessible and and fun, like you say. So would you mind sharing a little bit about how you got started and why you decided to start Interactive Biology and your journey over the years? Yeah, so I I was a college student studying biology. Um, I was a terrible student, (laughs) at least least in my early college experience. Um, But then I took a physiology class. It was called Systems Physiology. And something happened in that class that just like revived something in me because I was sitting in that class and the first day the professor was talking about the nervous system but specifically he was talking about the neuron and he started to describe what was happening in a neuron and it all seemed so like complex and amazing to me that it kind of blew my mind I never looked at you know a little tiny cell as being so complex and so amazing um, and and when he the more he spoke, the more I just started getting excited. And like I said, I was a terrible student, but all of a sudden, I wanted to know more. Like I wanted to, I wanted to come to every single class. I wanted to outside a class do my own research to find out more of the details that he wasn't. Like I I got so absorbed in the content 
that that I fell in love with it. Uh-huh. And everything kind of changed from that moment. I mean, I was at every single class. I was at the top of the class. I was helping people in the class that were trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on. And it, it, it really did something inside of me to where I decided I want to go on, get a, a, a master's degree in this stuff, get a PhD in it, and eventually become a university professor and teach people about what I was learning and what I was excited about. Yeah. But then something happened. I, I, I went on for my master's degree. I started doing research. And I realized that I hated research. Uh, <laughs> That'd least, be a pretty big problem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could see the challenge there, right? Yeah. At least I hated the kind of research where you're in a lab, under, you know, looking at stuff under a microscope. And, and it, it's not, I, all I was thinking in my mind is like, no, I don't want this. I just want to teach. Like, yeah. just let me teach. I don't want to do all of this stuff. I see the value in it, but it's not the right thing for my personality. So I, I, when I finished my master's, I was like, forget this. I'm not doing this PhD thing. I'm just going to start teaching at a high school because I can just start teaching. So I started teaching at a high school. I know this is like a long version of the story, but it's actually the short version. I started teaching <laughs> at the high school and it was good, but I wasn't teaching the stuff that I wanted to teach. It, it, I, yeah, I spoke about the nervous system, but it was kind of like glossing over it a little bit. And that didn't excite me. So I thought to myself, you know, I've been learning about online marketing and blogging and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. And this was back in like 2008 that I started learning about that stuff. And I thought, you know what? What if I were to take those same principles and apply it to biology? How would that go? And I just decided to do it. I said, you know what? I don't have a PhD to teach this stuff. I'm just going to teach it on the internet because you don't need a PhD mm-hmm. to teach on the internet. You could just create content. Absolutely. And if the content is valuable, it can be helpful to somebody else. So I started doing that. Um, and things just started taking off because what I was doing is, as you described, by taking complex topics, I believe that anybody can understand a complex topic if you break it down into bite-sized chunks, if you explain it in a Absolutely. way that... It's actually enjoyable. So that's exactly what I started doing. I just started breaking things down and and explaining them in a way that it made sense to me. You know, I would try to explain the action potential. So I cut out these pluses and and use these marbles and show it moving across <laughs> the, the this this line that I put on my table. And I'm showing how the action potential is working by jumping around in my living room. And you know, <laughs> that's it, great. it was just. It was just me having fun teaching the concepts that I was passionate about, that I wanted to teach. And it just kind of took off from there. That's awesome. Yeah. I always um, say that I have to teach things in a way that makes sense to your brain. Exactly. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Because everybody thinks differently. And then I also hear the other, one of the other big things I always teach my tutoring students is uh, the difference between active versus passive learning. Mm, yep. You know, just the reading in the textbook, it's dry and boring. Neurons aren't yep. that interesting when you're reading them in a textbook. Not but very when much. You're, yes. But when you're engaging and like what you were talking about doing, like you were wrestling with the information when you finally mm-hmm. found it interesting and, and you were able to master it to the point where you're able to break it down for other people, which is really exciting. So, oh yeah, so exciting. Yeah. Yes. So um so it actually I guess we kind of started actually about the same time then because you said you started about in 2009 you said or 2008. So I I started the the biology stuff in about 2010. I started learning okay. about online marketing and so on in 2008 yeah. and I was teaching people about it 
Um, and one of the comments that I was always getting is, yeah, you're making money online, teaching people about how to make money online. Right. I, I was like, you know, too. you know <laughs> what? Let me, let me try. Let me show you that. No, it's not about make, teaching, making money online. It's about providing value. It's about creating content and putting it out there in a way that's helpful. And that's what I did with the biology stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it's opened up a whole lot of interesting doors uh, and, it, and it's a lot of fun. So I get to have fun creating stuff, content, teaching the things that I'm passionate about. So I, I just yeah. love it. Yeah. And so one of those doors that you mentioned, I, I remember a few years ago, mm -hmm. getting the email saying that you were selling interactive biology to pursue another dream that you had. Yeah. So, so a lot yeah. of, so a lot of things happened. Um, first of all, soon into creating interactive biology, I started it in 2010. In 2011, I actually got a job as a professor um, okay. in a doctor of physical therapy program. So I don't have a doctorate, but I was teaching people that were getting their doctorate. That's awesome. Um, See, and it just goes to say, yeah, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I just have to say, it just goes to say that you just have to know how to teach. And mm -hmm. the degrees are nice. But yeah, that's that's actually an issue I see in nursing schools too. Not to like sidetrack your story, but because, um, you know, I have I have a my bachelor's in nursing, uh -huh. but I have a master's degree in clinical psychology that I did before I switched gotcha. back to nursing. But I don't, I'm pretty sure I couldn't get a job as a nursing instructor, even mm -hmm. though I have all of this experience teaching because I don't have the advanced degree in nursing that the nursing schools are all required to have for accreditation. And I just think it's such a weakness in our education system that we place so much emphasis, emphasis on the higher degree, which is mm -hmm. important and valuable, but it's not the only thing. And I think we've really narrowed down our ability to teach because of it. And, and not just that, I mean, having a PhD in nursing has nothing to do with your ability to teach. No, uh, not in most cases. <laughs> and, and what I've seen, and it's kind of along the lines of what you're saying there, is there are a lot of really like super intelligent professors out there. Um, and you go to their classes and you're like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, yeah. I'm sure it yeah. makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. And quite frankly, um, they're the reasons why we exist. <laughs> That's why yeah. Oh, yeah. people are coming <laughs> online and they're, 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 they're coming to our content because so many professors, they just don't know how to teach. Um, now, when you, when you get one with the, the degree and the experience and the ability to teach, now you've got something that's worth gold. Uh, and in my situation, oh, yeah. I didn't have the degree. I had a teaching experience. I had the passion. And they saw that and they were willing to invest in me. Uh, so so it, it was awesome to see how, you know, the stuff that I, I did online had real world implications. Um, at a certain point, I decided uh, because I was building that business, I was a professor. I well, actually, by this time, I had left I left my job as a professor because things were just so crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. I enjoyed teaching, but I had no time for my family. And that wasn't, that's not something that I, I, I never wanted to be in that kind of a situation. So I ended up leaving that job to just do what I do online and do that full time. Um, at a certain point, even with just doing what I was doing online, I was teaching people about entrepreneurship or teaching people biology. It was too much. So I decided to sell the biology thing to the, the biology platform to focus on um, just doing the online business and the entrepreneurship and mindset and coaching and those kinds of oh, things. Okay. 
I didn't so, even know you did that side of thing. Oh yeah, that that yeah. that's the that's the bigger part of what. Well, not a bigger part in terms of size, but right. in terms of what my focus has been over the last since you know I started in two thousand and eight, and okay. that has been that was my main focus for the bulk of that time. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, cool. I did not know that. So, um, what made you decide to buy back interactive biology then? I couldn't last help year. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, calling my name. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like there was there are a number of things that happened in my life that made me see that no, no, this biology thing it's actually a part of my calling. It is part of what I am meant to be doing. So I uh, last year I made a, a big decision at the beginning of last year that. I'm either going to try to get interactive biology back, or if I can't get it back, I'm just going to start something from scratch because it's something that I have to do. Um, and and the person that had bought it, a great person, had mm-hmm. the best of intentions, but she had so many things happening in her life that she wasn't able to do anything with the site. So it was just there sitting yeah doing absolutely nothing. I mean, a, a lot of people were still using it and it right. grew in that time from like 130,000 subscribers to like 190,000 subscribers, wow. just based on the content that was there before. And I saw the potential that it had. So I, I, I contacted her, we negotiated and I ended up buying it back. And now that's that's pretty much what I do now. There's no there's no halfway here and <laughs> halfway there. It's a, there, no, I'm fully You're giving all this my all because this is where I see myself having the bigger impact. Awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, I, it's funny because I do see kind of parallels in my journey. So I started mm-hmm. your nursing tutor in 2010, okay. but it was it was always kind of like a hobby business for me at the beginning um, gotcha. because I was my family was first and mm-hmm. I we have six kids now. Oh, wow. Um, so, yes. So during that time, we were having. You're I making me nervous. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're making me nervous right now because I got <laughs> two kids. So I'm feeling that in my heart. Uh, but no, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I get that reaction a lot. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I, I kind of was off and on with how much I would work on it over the years, depending on what phase we were in with pregnancy and newborn and everything like that. But uh, it was just last year that we decided the whole time I knew, like, I just felt like I can't give up your nursing tutor. It's my passion. Teaching these nursing students, making this journey through nursing easier is what's part of me. And I can't give that up. Uh, And last year, my husband and I just decided, you know, there's so much potential here. And Absolutely. it's just got to go. We got to go all in on it. And so uh, that's yeah. what we've been building ours to. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that w- we're able to do that. Like the technology yeah. that we have. I mean, I don't know. For some reason, I mean, I, I, I make a, a joke about the fact that you have six kids. Yeah. But the reality is there's so many um, women that I know and that I've worked with personally. Like I have one client right now. She has 10 kids. Um, and she's built her business online, just teaching what she's passionate about. And Mm -hmm. the the fact that, you know, I'm able to build this, be at home. I'm here with my kids. I can Mm -hmm. travel with them. I can have all these experiences with them while still working. 
but doing it in a way that gives me much more flexibility. I mean, I just, I absolutely love that. And I love that you're able to do that from home as well, because now you can be at home, you can be with your kids, you can do what, you know, the things that are valuable to you. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's one of the big things. And I actually see that as a trend in nursing now too. Mm. There's a lot more, uh, you know, we call them nursepreneurs getting out there and finding different ways to, you know, other than just the traditional bedside hospital nursing job, Mm -hmm. but getting out there and finding new ways to serve other nurses sometimes online or to go out and just help the general public with health and wellness and things like that. There's so many creative things you can do with nursing in particular. But it all comes back down to knowing your A and P. I think <laughs> it really does. I, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why um, when I do, so I do, um, I offer tutoring consults. It's one of the things I do for new members. Okay. So I have a, I have a new, I have a membership for nurse students where I provide, you know, some tutoring support and resources to help them get better in nursing school. Because what I find is a lot of students are they're hard workers like you Mm -hmm. don't go to nursing school if you're lazy right I'm sure you know that you just don't oh no you don't (laughs) and so they're hard workers they're smart Mm -hmm. but they're just not doing well and um the advice that they're getting from a lot of their professors is just keep doing more of what you're doing and it'll eventually click and I think that's frankly bad advice so um yeah and so and it's like what you said actually I was thinking too um how you were talking about uh, especially when you have you know, lots of experience, advanced degrees, you're immersed in this expertise. Mm -hmm. There's this problem I call the expert, the novice problem, um, which is in the research. I see you nodding. Yeah. Yeah. So you're familiar with it where the experts are really bad at remembering what it's like to be a novice. And so they're, they're, they care I think we're also both on the same page that we never want to throw teachers under the bus. Oh like, no. They care. They really do care. Um uh, almost most of the time. <laughs> and so yeah. but but they just um don't always know how to help. And and so a lot of times I think they already have this A and P internalized. They don't even realize they're thinking about it and they're teaching the higher level concepts without making sure that their beginners in their class have that foundation. Yeah. Would you say that you kind of see that in, in your oh, areas too? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I see it all the time. Um, because, you know, when you, kn- <laughs> the, 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 so, sometimes you explain a concept and it's just clear as day in your mind. Mm-hmm. And then someone asks you a question like, I, 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 I'll just give an example, right? Maybe I'm talking about the nervous system. And in that, I'm talking about how the neuron, um, there's action potential and all this good stuff. And I move on and someone might be there and they're kind of like, wait, wait, but but what's an action potential? Right. <laughs> and, and in your mind, well, obviously everybody knows what an action potential is, but you know what an action potential is when you learn what an action mm-hmm. potential is. If you didn't learn that for whatever reason, everything that I'm saying after, it makes no sense to you. And, and what ends up happening, I find, is that the student then starts feeling like, man, I, I just can't cut it. I, I don't mm-hmm. understand any of this stuff. And really, they, they just don't know what an action potential is. And right. no one took the time to explain that to them. I know that's a, a simple concept, but it's that idea, right? It's the, it's the, how do you communicate it to that person so that you are accounting for their experiences or their lack thereof? 
and helping them to get to where they need to be. One of the things that I say, I believe a, a, a child, my son knows about neuroscience and, and yeah. anatomy and so on. And it's not necessarily because he's way smarter than anyone else. Although I would say that he's way smarter than of everybody he else. Is. In I'm the sure world. he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, no debate there. But it, it's, it's because you explain it in a way that, that he can understand. If you show him how it works, all of a sudden it makes sense. And I think that there's a lot of that missing in our education system. Um, I, I think teachers are great and we need them. They are extremely valuable, but sometimes th there needs to be something to fill in the gap. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. it, it just helps to, to enhance what they are doing in the classroom. Absolutely. And I know so many nursing students that are going to be listening to this interview can really feel in their hearts when they hear you say, like it makes them feel like they're less than, that they're not yeah. getting it, that there's yeah. something wrong with them. Yeah, it, it really feeds into um, the common experience of imposter syndrome, exactly. which is, oh, so terrible in nursing school. And I work with a lot. I mean, I work with students mm -hmm. um, of all ages, but I, ha I also have a large portion of my membership who are returning students. So, mm -hmm. you know, even in their 40s and 50s that are coming back to nursing school, very competent adults have obviously lived life. They yep. have a lot of experience that should be an asset, but then they're made to feel like it's um, not an asset and that yep. they've actually missed out and that they are at a disadvantage when it's not them at all. Yeah. It's really just, you, you, they don't, they need to work with somebody who can, um, or, or in some way figure out what, what they're missing to make those connections. Exactly. So I feel like people like you and me are like bridges. <laughs> exactly. And I, I want to emphasize that to that person that's listening right now that feels like, man, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I, I feel like an imposter and all that good stuff. The reality is it's not that you're not good enough. It's not that you're not smart enough. I am a firm believer that you can understand this stuff. You, you might just be missing a little bit of information. It is impossible. It's virtually impossible for me to drive from Florida to Atlanta if I don't know which route to take. I mean, I can yeah. start driving and, and try to make sense of it, but I guarantee you I'm not going to get there. Does that mean that I'm, I'm stupid. No, it means yeah. that I don't know which road to take. And if someone were just were to just tell me, hey, this is the route that you need to take. Oh, OK. Well, that makes I sense. Do that. I can yeah. do that. So that's the thing that is most often missing. And I just want to encourage mm -hmm. anyone that ever feels that way. There's just something missing. It says nothing about who you are or your ability. You just need to get, maybe get someone to help you to figure out what that thing is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for saying that because uh, I think that most nursing students sort of feel this innately because yeah. because what I see is this is why they're they're always on the hunt mm -hmm. for the next resource that's going to make nursing school easier for them, but they have trouble finding it because mm -hmm. most of the resources out there are just like, here's more facts you need to know. Yep. <laughs> but that, yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about making those connections. And that's one yeah. thing I love about your videos is that you're always making the connections yeah. and breaking it down to the smaller pieces so that you can understand the bigger concepts. And I also think it's funny that you, uh, you, I love analogies. I'm kind of an analogy junkie. Oh yes. and <laughs> I think you have to be when you're yep. breaking things down, but, um, but when you say, you know, the driving analogy, I use an analogy similar to that, but I say in nursing school. So if you're, uh, you know, 
you know, you're saying like, if you're going from Florida to Atlanta, how do you get there? You're kind of, well, I say a lot of nursing students, they want to go, you know, maybe from Florida to Atlanta, but they end up going South instead. And they're like, yep. this doesn't look like we're going in the direction we should have. I see all these clues that we're not in the right mm -hmm. direction. And so they call their professor and they say, hey, I don't feel like I'm going the right direction. And instead of helping them find the directions, the instructor will just say something like, oh, no, honey, you're doing fine. Just hit the gas pedal and do and yep, go faster. Right faster. You'll get there quicker. Yep. And then they end up, you know, driving into the ocean. <laughs> so that's exactly uh, yeah. it. That that That's exactly what it is. And and when they end up in the ocean, they feel like, man, it's everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is getting the Atlanta. They're not having an issue. Yeah, what yeah. is it about me that's that's making it so that I can't get? To, no, you just you're just on the wrong road. Just help. Exactly. Get exactly. Some, get somebody with a GPS or something. You'll be fine. It, and yeah. and the beauty th the beauty of it is it doesn't take any more energy to 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 drive in the right direction. Mm, it's the exactly. same thing. It's the same process. But yeah. you're spending the time going in the wrong direction. And as a result of that, you end up having the wrong results. Yeah, that's such an important point, too, because a lot, one of the big things that I focus on is teaching students how to study mm -hmm. in a way that they can become independent learners so that they don't have to rely on me. They don't even have to rely on you yeah. to feed them the information, exactly. you know, like we can be we can become resources to them to point mm -hmm. them in the right direction, but that they, over time, they learn the skill to, to learn out how to search and destroy the information they need and incorporate it for themselves. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's just really good to hear that. I think that is, awesome. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same page. I like it. We're just, we let's, are. I, we, I this, everyone, this episode is going to be six hours long because we're yeah. just going to be talking <laughs> about all the stuff that we agree on. <laughs> exactly. We could do this all day long. <laughs> So, uh, so we talked a little bit about, like, you, you gave some encouragement and things. What, let's look at, like, let's talk about some pre-nursing student stuff. Mm -hmm. So anatomy and physiology is almost always a requirement for nursing yeah. school. So sometimes in LPN programs or something, they might take it during their first semester mm -hmm. in uh, LPN school. But um, usually for RMs, it's, it's a prerequisite for getting in. I think one of the, the complaints or the fears that I hear from um, students taking A&P for the, either for the first time or for the second time, but it's been more than 10 years, so they have to retake it, um, is that they're afraid their brain can't memorize it or they just, uh, you know, how do they get so much information, especially nowadays with um, the, you know, courses are being shortened so much. Yep. Like a lot of times people will even have to take A&P in five to eight weeks sessions which mm -hmm. is an incredible amount of information to absorb yeah, so cool. yeah any advice or tips for how to uh make it work and to lay a good foundation for future studies absolutely okay so we obviously know that amp is very important i mean if you're going to be treating treating someone uh that's dealing with medical issues and so on you want to have a good understanding of how the body works that is absolutely important. I'm going to let you in on a secret. I have the worst memory in the world. At least that's <laughs> the way I feel sometimes. Like my, you tell me something today and tomorrow you come and ask me about the thing you told me. Did we even have a conversation? I don't even know what you're talking about. I literally had that discussion with my business partner just yesterday who was telling <laughs> me that I said such and such and we decided. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was... <laughs> I was not in that conversation. Uh, 
I don't have the most amazing memory. All right. Um, and I would venture to say there are many people that are listening to this right now that think that their memories suck and they have a much better memory than I do. And I, yeah. I can guarantee that that is the case. But what I do like, yeah, I'm, I'm a man for simplicity. I like making associations because mm -hmm. when I make an association, now I can remember something because I understand the connection. Like if you're asking me to just memorize all of these parts of, you know, what's happening in the synaptic cleft or whatever the case might be, uh, the muscles and all. If you just ask me to just wrote, memorize it, I'm not going to do such a good yeah. job. But if you can get me to make certain connections, now all of a sudden, ah, you have those light bulb moments of, ah, now it makes sense. Um, <laughs> even using mnemonic devices to remember certain things. Different hacks like that are things that can really help you to memorize things. So this is what I like to tell people. You're in an anatomy class right now, right? anatomy and physiology class, and you're, 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 this is your first lecture, or maybe it's your fifth lecture, whatever the case <laughs> might be. What I would ask you to do is rather than try to memorize everything, try to make connections. Now, you may not be great at making connections, but here's the beauty about the world that we live in today. You can go to this thing called Google. You can go <laughs> to this thing called YouTube. And there are so many amazing content creators that make the connections that maybe your professor may not take the time mm -hmm. to do. So if you reach to a point and you hit a roadblock, yeah, you can stay there and you can struggle through it. But the reality is you don't got time for that. So what yeah. I recommend is I'm struggling with this. Let me go and find that resource that's going to make that connection for me. And once that connection is made, now all of a sudden I have a, 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 a better picture of this thing that I'm trying to understand. And the pieces mm -hmm. come together in a way that... I can have conversations about this now. And when I can have a conversation about it and I can tell my classmate about this video that I watched that showed me about how, you know, the, the, the calcium ion triggered this and that and mm -hmm. all this good stuff. Now, you know, I'm, I'm actively involved in this learning and you just keep doing that over and over. You find a roadblock, you find a resource. That resource helps you overcome that roadblock and then you go over it over and over and over. You know what I used to do because my memory was so bad? I would, I would record the lectures and then in my free time, I just listen to them in the background after I've made the connections. So when I, if I'm driving somewhere, I'm going to the cafeteria, I'm, I'm listening to it over and over and over. And I don't wait until that. That class was the class I did the best in. And I never waited until the exam to study. I just assume that this is going to be a part of my life right now. Mm -hmm. And I just make it a part of my life. And I hear it over and over. I watch those videos. It makes the connection. I explain it to my friend because we're just having a casual conversation. We teach it back. Yeah, yeah, we teach it back to them. We're having a casual conversation. When, when it's time for the exams. Now, imagine I'm a terrible student before this. <laughs> I have a bad memory. The night, night or two before the exams, I'm not studying anymore. I'm done. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm relaxing. I'm, I might go, actually, this happened a lot. I'd go over 
to friends' houses and help them to understand the thing <laughs> that I I can now, relate to that experience. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. I never waited for an exam is coming up. If an exam was tomorrow, I, I know I was already ready. And mm-hmm. that's how I would encourage you to approach this because it's so important for you to understand these fundamental things. If you get them now, everything else in the future is going to be much easier. Absolutely. I tell nursing students this, and I don't think they always believe me, but I tell them that if they if they study like you described for mm-hmm. A&P in the beginning of their nursing school, the nursing school should get easier instead of Absolutely. harder. But for too many nursing students, for I would say the majority of nursing students, mm-hmm. they are never taught how to learn the information. They're never yeah. taught to make those connections. And so they end up with nursing school getting harder and harder, which is what I've named studying on stilts. Yes. Because they, yeah, they're studying these higher level concepts without ever having really mastered those beginning level concepts, like an A&P especially, but other areas too. Um, yeah. I, and I think too, I want to clarify one thing because there's a lot of nursing students who do like to record their mm-hmm. lecture and listen mm-hmm. to it over and over. So for any of them listening, I want to make sure that they notice that you didn't just listen to the lectures over and over. No, You took that middle step of finding those connections and seeking it out and actively making those connections before you listen to the lecture over and over. So there's nothing magic about listening to the lecture over and over. No. But once you've made those connections, then you like, it's like watching a movie for the second time after you've like had time to think about it. And you You know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. You know, all the little Easter eggs and the cool things you can pick that you didn't notice the first time. Exactly. And that's what happens when you're actually understanding and mastering the information. So that, that's it. Like, don't just accept that you don't understand something. I mm-hmm. guarantee you someone understands it in a way that can explain it to you. I don't know how many of these comments I get on my YouTube channel. I, this is amazing because I've been listening for hours to my professor and you just explained this in five minutes. Yeah. How in the world? Like, <laughs> and, and that's the thing, right? It doesn't, it's not that it has to take hours for you to understand these concepts you just need to find that resource that person that breaks that down in a very simple way and we mm-hmm. live in a at a time in a world where i guarantee you you're gonna find it so just yes. take, just take the five minutes to look for that one resource get it get that aha moment like ah now it makes sense now, when you go to listen to that professor, he sounds like he's just speaking a language that you're you're very familiar with. When you go to a mm-hmm. class, if you go to a class um, and the professor starts speaking Spanish and you don't speak Spanish, you know nothing. It's not going to yes. make any sense. And that's what <laughs> exactly. it's like when we exactly just keep what it's like. going and trying to force it down our brains. Like, no, I'm just going to listen to what he's saying. It's Spanish, but I'm going to get this. And I'm putting in so much more energy. And I don't know Spanish. Learn the Spanish first. Um, maybe that's that's an extreme example. But learn we use all the, the same language. analogies. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, learn I that language Chinese, first. Chinese, but yeah. Or Chinese, that, that works too. But I think mine is a little yeah. easier with my Spanish. Your Chinese is a bit complicated. I don't know. But no, I'm, I'm we're joking here. But yeah, yeah, get those connections. And once you get those connections, you'd be surprised. 
don't wait until the exam to get the connections. Right. Please do it today. Figure it out today what you, he went over or she went over today so that tomorrow you're, you're right there with him or you're right yeah. there with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of students in general and, and uh, tend to procrastinate on studying for uh, because it's overwhelming. And because they have a lot of this imposter syndrome, like there's a, there's so many mindset stuff. Like I call myself a tutor, I'm really more of a coach, yep. <laughs> I'm really more of a coach. Right. And uh, with a little bit of tutoring on the side, but mm -hmm. it's like, it's unraveling all these mindset issues too. And thinking like, like believing, like you said, that if I wrestle with this information a little bit, I'm going to get it. Like yeah. I just need to find somebody or find a way that makes sense to my brain, you know, exactly. find somebody who can explain it in a way that makes sense to my brain. And once I find that, that's the missing piece that's going to get me from here to there. And then I just have to make those connections. So that's, that's awesome. So what, what kind of, so that's all great advice. Would you recommend the same sorts of things or any tweaks for somebody who's like currently in the thick of things in nursing school, they're already studying on stilts, already feeling um, overwhelmed, like they don't have time to go back and, and, you know, relearn stuff when they have a test coming up that's on advanced stuff? Like, what would you say to them? Or... So my advice is actually kind of similar. Um, mm -hmm. The only difference now is they're dealing with more advanced concepts and maybe they have less time. And when you're in that situation, uh, that's more of a challenge. But when you're in that situation, the reality is you're not the only person trying to figure out that information. And there are other people that are trying to figure it out as well. And as a result of that, there are people that who, ha who have figured it out already that are sharing that with you. So now you, 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 know, you might be uh, running, uh, getting a test on, give me an advanced concept in nursing really quick that somebody might be getting a test on. Okay, so like maybe um, acid-base imbalances. Acid-base imbalances. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Yes, you can go all the way back to the beginning stuff and learn about pH and so on. Or you can go to a video that is talking directly about acid-base imbalances, but they're also kind of reviewing those concepts to help you to understand what they're mm. actually talking about. So mm -hmm. the, the, the type of content you're looking for is going to be different. And that's perfectly okay. But there are so many people out there that are, that are creating that kind of content that are also filling in the gaps. Regardless of, I'll take myself for an example, regardless of what, what video I'm creating, whether it's advanced or it's a beginner level with the advanced stuff, I'm always kind of going back every so mm -hmm. often and sh sharing, okay, so we're talking about acid-base imbalances, which refers to maybe an older lesson we did on pH. And just as a reminder, the pH is X, Y, Z. You know, all of a sudden I'm filling in those gaps for you as you're consuming that content. The reality mm -hmm. is regardless of what level you're at, there is someone that has created a resource that is for you. I used to do this thing. Um, there's a, a website online. It's called LMGTFY. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> LMGTFY.com. And that stands for, let me Google that for you. Uh. Every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, someone would ask me a question and it's so simple that I'd go to LMGTFY, type in the search and what it will do, I'll get a link when I type in that search and it's going to show them me going to Google <laughs> and typing in that exact search and taking them to a result 
that's right there in front of their eyes. So they could have taken the five extra seconds to Google it for themselves. And mm-hmm. in trying to point that out to them, I might be a little snarky and use <laughs> yes. mdtfy.com and send them that link instead of the answer. But the reality is, man, we've got we've got magic at our fingertips. I remember, yeah, let, me, let me get old for a little while. I remember back <laughs> in my day, if I if I wanted to, to, to find the answer to the complicated questions, I was in St. Martin at the time. That's where I'm from originally. Okay. I'd have to go to this big building. It was called a library. And then I'd have to go and look through a bunch of books and take the books and go and photocopy them and then take those photocopies and take all these pages home. You don't have to do that today. You live in 2022. You can find the answer in five seconds in many cases. So just take that extra step. I'm, 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 you know, I'm joking around, but really just take that extra step to fill in that gap. If you know there's a gap, Fill it in before you move on. Yeah, yeah. The fastest way forward is to pause and fill the gap. I exactly. Think. And yeah, that. But you have to trust that process. Yeah. Otherwise, it feels overwhelming. Yeah, but, and if if you say, I mean, you said we were talking about mindset. If you if you uh-huh. say, man, I just don't get this. I don't know if I'm gonna get this. You're you're already coming at it from the wrong wrong perspective because there, mm-hmm. there's a there's confirmation bias, right? You you yep. feel like you're not gonna get it, and then things happen. There's an extra hurdle, and you're like, you see, I didn't get it. But if you tell yourself, mm-hmm. man, I don't care what that professor brings at me, I can get this. Now it's just a matter of figuring out. Well, how do I get it? What resources mm-hmm. do I need? And then you go out there and you find those resources, and you're like, yeah, I knew I'd get it, and now you got it. And now you can move on because it's all good. Yes. And it helps destroy that imposter syndrome. Exactly. It helps to build the confidence. It helps you to move forward because you're mastering a new skill. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know you can do it. And if you mm-hmm. know you can do it, then you just do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I saw recently that you also launched a Patreon account with Interactive Biology. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So Interactive Biology is... Um, uh, like I said, we're going all in with this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make, <laughs> I want to make this the biggest biology resource available in the world at some point. I would point. love oh, that. Really. I would That's, love that. Yeah. That is the ultimate goal. Um, because I know how much people struggle with it and, and I, I want, I want that resource to be available. Um, so what, what we've decided to do is one of the ways that we're going to try to get, you know, to the point where we're trying to get is by asking people for support uh, because all, pretty much the content that we create is freely available. You go to the YouTube mm-hmm. channel, you go to the, the website and the resources are all there. You don't have to pay to get access to any of it, but if you wanted to contribute to help out and to help to fund what we are doing and help us to grow in the way that we want to grow, that that's always an option. And we, we appreciate anyone that's interested or willing to support us in that way. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'll make sure to include the link for that in the show notes as well. um, So that if anybody wants to support interactive biology, then they can go there and um, find out more about that. So um, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Leslie. We could probably chat for hours because (laughs) I feel like we are, we should start our own school. I feel like. There you go. Let's do it. That's what I'm talking about. Let's uh, (laughs) encourage students and help them to know that they can do this and to break it down in a way that makes them feel smart not us feel smart. Exactly. 
Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was great. And like you said, yeah, we could continue for hours. Um, the listeners might get a little tired. So yeah. we should probably, you know, we might want to think about wrapping it up at some point. <laughs> yep, absolutely. But uh, yeah, like I said, I'll include all your links on the show notes page so that people can connect with you. Okay. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Leslie Samuel of Interactive Biology. Remember, if you go to the show notes page for today's episode at www.yournursingtutor.com forward slash episode 64, you can find the link to his website and his YouTube channel, as well as any other resources we mentioned today. And I highly recommend that you subscribe to his YouTube channel, because if you like my teaching style, then you will love his teaching style as well. And it can only help you prepare even better for nursing school success. But before you go, would you mind doing me a 30 second favor? Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a two-sentence review for Navigating Nursing School with your nursing tutor? For the first sentence, simply tell me where you're at on your nursing journey. Then in your second sentence, tell me why you like listening to this podcast. It's one small way that you can support the mission of your nursing tutor by helping other nursing students discover that it is possible for normal people to get through nursing school without completely sacrificing your family, your job, or even your sanity. Until next episode, good luck on your nursing journey. Thank you.